This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. All right, we saw a better Nick effort after three quarters, and then it was over. Let's talk about it on ESPN New York Tonight. We're 1-800-919-3776. That is the number to join us on this Tuesday evening edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Hello with Kyrie and Mr. T. We're here to chat with you about the Knicks. And we'll talk a little bit in the time that we have about Aaron Boone not making manager of the year. We'll talk about the Astros and what they're doing. And Colin Kaepernick may have a chance to play in the NFL. But our top story tonight, (laughs) the New York Knicks. And look, did they give you... A unbelievable effort tonight? No. Did they play better in spurts? Yeah, they did. At least they were in the game. At least they showed you some attitude. They got the ball in the paint for a couple of of of, uh, of possessions, which was good. They played well for a couple of possessions. And listen, on the road, even the best teams have lulls. So you know a team that's struggling is going to have lulls on the road. There's no question about it. So after the, after the end of three at 85, 85, you're saying, okay, let's see what happens with all the misplays and some bad miscommunication and bad shots and good things and bad things that happened. You're tied after three on the road. So you have a chance to steal a game in the fourth quarter. If you hit some shots and play just a little bit of defense, not suffocating defense, just a little bit. You need a couple of stops in certain periods of the fourth quarter, and you can steal a win here. That's when Kobe White thought he was back at UNC. Kobe White, who missed his first five shots, who was hitting, what, 21% from three, started the fourth quarter with four points. Four. Four. Then he goes on a tear and hits not one, not two, not three. I won't do that to you. Seven three-pointers. Seven. Most of them wide open. Seven threes. Bulls go on a 24-2 run. 24-2. To go up 109-89, game set match, game's over. A 24-2 run. Knicks had no answers for him. Had no answers. They couldn't figure out where where to find him. And look, I understand once he got hot, it's hard to contain a player. Once he gets hot like that and he's in the zone, of course. But what you try to do is, and you heard Taj Gibson on the postgame, after a couple of shots, we should have keyed in on him a little bit more. You think? So whoever was supposed to defend him, whoever was supposed to stay close to him, that was the person that was supposed to take on the challenge of making sure that he's got to work for his shot. Even if you take him off the three, if he hits some twos, okay, that's all right. That's a little better. But he's killing you from three. You can't let him continue to shoot the three the way you did. You can't. There's no way. And then you don't respond on the other end. This is why. 
And people say, Larry, you talk about defense all the time. This is the NBA. People, nobody plays defense in the NBA. Blah, 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 blah. This is the type of defense that I'm talking about. This is what I mean. You have to make adjustments and make sure that he gets off the three-point line so that he doesn't continue to kill you the way he did. So anyway, <laughs> after that, they're up 20. 24-2 run. And, of course, during that, while, while the Knicks are watching him light up, now they can't score. Okay, so they've just taken the scoring right out of their mind. They can't score now. They, they, they've come apart offensively. Because, once again, and this obviously is not David Fisdale's fault, they don't have a go-to guy. They don't have a guy that you can give the ball to and say, okay, look, take us on, put us on your back and take us home. We need to, we need some key buckets here. They don't have that. Okay. So that's not Fisdale. But what they needed to do was maybe run some different plays. So there had to be something either offensively or defensively that the team could do. And they didn't do a thing. And that's why they ended up losing this game. 1-800-919-3776. I know Dan went over the, um, the scoreboard and, and the starters and, and the point totals with you, but I got to tell you this once again. And, and see, I'm torn about Frank Nilakina. I'm torn. I'll tell you why I'm torn about Frank Nilakina. I understand that you can't expect him to give you a lot of offense, that that's not his forte, that he's not an offensive guy. All right. So I understand. But when he gives you the effort he gave you before, was it 14 points, you know, great rebounding, and so on and so forth. So I expect at least, can I get 10, 12 points? Can I get 10, 12 points? And then he'll go through periods like this where you get a stat line in 29 minutes, one of four with a rebound, four assists, and three points. And I need more from him in those situations. I need him at least to be more aggressive where he's giving you more assists. He had steals, so defensively he's fine. Two turnovers, that's not bad. I mean, Nick's had 18, but there's two turnovers from him, that's not bad. But I need some scoring from him. I, I need I need more. I need him at least to be more aggressive. Four shots. Four shots. Barrett was better. That's a positive. Eight of 16, two of four from three. Three of six from the free throw line. And, you know, we jump on him. He's like, God, why does he shoot free throws? And then you look at Julius Randle. He's six of nine. He missed three. Marcus Morris missed two. So the free throws, this team as a whole, Kevin Knox missed two free throws. As a whole, they're just not shooting the, shooting the ball well from the free throw line. And these are easy points that you could get that you're just not taking, you're just not getting. And for, for when a team struggles offensively the way they do, you need as many points as you can get.